Hey, listeners, Mike Snyder here. And I'm Brett Molina. Welcome back to Talking Tech. Recently, you may have heard us talk about NFTs, and they are still going strong. Yeah, Brett, I think NFTs are here to stay. As you reported two weeks ago, we've had all kinds of NFTs. Now, if you're just hearing about them, NFTs stand for non-fungible tokens. That's a fancy way of saying something that is unique and irreplaceable. Digital ledgers or blockchain are used to authenticate whatever the NFT is or whatever the collectible it is tied to. Now, some of the wild things we've seen purchased are NBA video highlights, Jack Dorsey's first tweet, a piece of digital art for $70 million, and the rock band Kings of Leon did an NFT for special vinyl copies of its latest album. Now other artists are getting into, into the act too. Lindsay Lohan, who I have to admit, I forgot she had put out some pretty popular music in the past, is auctioning off a new single called Lullaby. Snoop Dogg in the weekend have tweeted out they're looking at music NFTs. But I just did a story on an artist named Chantel. She hails from Barbados. You might remember her R&B pop hits, Impossible and T-Shirt. Well, she's making a comeback after her record label contract expired. And she's hoping to use NFT as a way to maintain some power and control over her music. For her new single, House Party, she's auctioning off the ability to have your name included in a special recording of the song. And you could be one of three bidders to have your likeness included in special versions of the cover art of this single, which will be signed and authenticated. And the bidders who land spots four through 11 will get signed copies of the single and online access to unreleased music. And that's something the top bidders get also. So she describes NFTs as empowering record contracts like the standard record contract she had signed uh, she, that she'd been under. She describes it as akin to slavery because artists have very little say in what they do and don't recoup much from their efforts. So she hopes to pave the way for other artists to use NFTs to be able to have independent careers or at least keep some power and control in the equation. Uh, if you have interest in her auction or her story, um, you can find it on tech.usa.com. We'll have, have all the links there. And that's also where we're going to be following NFT developments to come, such as whether this becomes a long-time method for artist empowerment. It's really interesting following this stuff, too, because on the one hand, it feels like you're dealing with pogs or pet rocks or like this fad. And on the other hand, you hear a lot of people talk about how this could be the, the way we do things in the future in terms of um, collectibles and just other ways we do business. So it is definitely a, an interesting subject. And I'm curious to see kind of what parts of this fall off the side as a fad and what parts kind of stick around long-term. It's interesting you use the phrase pet rock because um, one of the experts I talked to for the story, Shelly Palmer, who's a digital uh, technology consultant and advisor, and he's working with some clients on NFTs, says it's not a pet rock, but we aren't really, it's at the beginning here. You know, we this may not be how things play out. And obviously, I mean, if you're talking about independent artists, you're also going to have record companies getting involved too. So you know, who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Well, listeners, let's hear from you. Do you have any questions or show ideas? You can find me on Twitter at Brett Molina 23. And I'm at Mike Snyder. Please don't forget to subscribe and rate us or leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere you get your podcasts. You've been listening to Talking Tech. We'll be back tomorrow with another quick hit from the world of tech.